0: This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Joe Bear.
1: It's Black Hawk down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells.
2: I thought Chet was an going to launch into his terrible British accent again.
1: Beer
0: Garden.
2: Beer <laughs> Garden was pretty spot on. That was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that.
0: Hi, right, welcome back to another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. I'm here, as always, with Rodney and Lyndon. Um, I have a, I have a pretty interesting news article I want to read you guys that I've been saving for you. Um, this comes from BBC News. So, Lyndon, Ooh, you're... Always you're, reliable. Your, your people. Your your kind. Your people.
2: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is that not
1: okay? Is that not all right? <laughs> Take it out. Your people. We, dang it, we said we're not doing editing anymore. Yeah, we're going anymore, live, so we so. can't
0: edit it anymore. I mean, I think what okay. we mean by your people are those who oppose freedom and liberty.
1: <laughs> yeah, those who still believe in the monarchy.
0: Tea and crumpets is mm. what I mean. Okay,
2: Hang on. Hang on. You, can, you can hate the monarchy, but you still love
0: tea and crumpets. I don't know that I've ever had crumpets, but I had tea even last night. I've had crumpets. Anyway, this comes oh, from BBC d- delicious News. Delicious snack. And uh, in their entertainment and arts section, the... I'm going to – at first I have to – I guess I have to give you some context. So there's this – so Egypt Air, Egypt Airlines uh has an in-flight magazine. I've read this. You've read this? has an in-flight yeah. magazine in which there is a supposed article, a supposed interview with Drew Barrymore. However, Drew Barrymore's representatives claim it never happened. And then in the article itself, there are several grammar errors, misspelling, like – Quotes about, like, her as a mother and, like, unsuccessful marriages. And one side claims it was absolutely true and that it did happen, the interview. And then Drew Barrymore's camp said, no, it didn't. It didn't happen at all. So we have wait, a, a, a published magazine in in flight uh, in which Drew Barrymore has been interviewed. There's pictures of her. You know, like you can picture what I'm talking about. Like, if you flip through mm-hmm. this magazine, you can kind of see. And she's in her camp saying it it, it never happened it's just it have was you fake read article. some of the
2: quotes though no reads it like from the article uh i'm going in front of me but there's some ludicrous quotes about what she apparently said
1: now are like are the is it factually correct do we know that like is it uh like it references failed marriages or previous marriages like they are real marriages like there's no there's no i'm assuming like blatant factual errors
2: I not that I know of, but I haven't <laughs> <laughs> properly researched it to confirm or deny I, such a claim
0: so so i want I want this is like I want uh the down the hall community to to investigate this this week, pull up other articles about it other you know these things end up getting viral and different you know different news venues start writing about it. so I want you to to do your due diligence and find out what the real story is get some uh what's our our beat reporters out there. So uh, Troy I, and Casey, I'm trusting you to find the answers. For Wait, us.
1: why why is Troy tasked with it?
0: Troy, just because doesn't he seem like the one who would find the answers? Like he would he would go on site and find the answers, if, like until it was found.
1: He actually would interview Drew Barrymore <laughs> about the fake interview. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to figure out like, do you, how mad would you be if someone claimed? Actually, it,
0: I it's would the, love it <laughs> if if you were flying to Egypt and you open it up and you just see there's this interview with who's this guy and it's me. And I'm like, no, that never happened, but I guess I'm okay with it. Like, it's kind of funny. Well,
1: I, I guess it makes me think, like, we should just... It seems like it's pretty easy to put something out there. I mean, I don't know why we don't do a down-the-hall series of fake interviews with actual people.
0: Your uh, your impressions are good enough, Rodney. We probably could.
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm and saying more on the website. I don't know that I could... I mean, I agree. Like, I definitely am convincing. I just don't know that it could be convincing for as long as our episodes are. So... um but I appreciate it. Thank you for saying that. That was nice of you. Yeah,
0: you're you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, second to none. Lennon, what were you going to say?
2: <laughs> a, a tiny bit of research. Uh, Egypt's like EgyptAir have defended this article as well. But apparently they never had an interview. It was all part of a press conference. And so it was never actually a one-on-one interview. And Crazy. they've quoted her saying things like, she didn't intentionally follow certain parenting methods. I do not consult with psychologists. I focus on nurturing their minds as well as their small bodies. Uh and okay. she's taken a vacation unlimited vacation to play our most crucial role as a mother okay so that's fine
0: <clears throat> except that instead of a one-on-one interview a guy went to a press conference where he heard Drew Barrymore <laughs> say these things and then played it off like he interviewed her
1: i mean it it feels like it feels like a good i think if we've learned anything here it's that we can shamelessly self-promote we could actually probably listen to an interview on tv and then rephrase certain things and just say it was an Another interview that a famous person that would be did. like
0: me going to an Ed Sheeran concert and coming back and saying like guys you'll never believe it I went to a private showing of Ed Sheeran it was amazing it was just me and him in Gillette Stadium <laughs> it was and just it was magical seventy thousand of my closest friends <laughs> they came to support me uh, anyway so
1: if we can get to the bottom of that I don't know if we just did but I thought I found that mm-hmm. hilarious Drew, Drew Barrymore yeah I mean. I mean, if you're her, you got to think, like, well, I haven't been in the news for a while, so I might as well be on Egypt Airs magazine. It was either
0: that or another Adam Sandler Netflix movie.
1: How many people read that article, you think? I mean, at least me. I, I texted it to myself. So I think more people
2: after reading like, the BBC articles and things like that.
1: Yeah, obviously, but I'm thinking, like, I bet stuff like that, I bet those articles get read by less than 12 people. That's, that's so specific. That feels really wrong. But I, d- I, just, I just think like now, like if you go on a plane, when was the last time oh, you picked that? that article? I thought you meant the BBC oh, one. Oh, no, yeah. not BBC. Obviously, that's been read by a lot of people. But I'm saying the actual article itself, I bet it was out for a year before anybody even thought to yeah. notice it.
2: I feel Let's like... be honest, I mainly just look at the pictures in those magazines. <laughs> yeah, you creep. What a weird thing <laughs> to what say.
0: It, it shouldn't be well, weird, not? but the way he said it, yeah. it sounded weird.
1: <laughs> I just look at the pictures in it. In it, <laughs> that's. I was in trying, it? Is that how do you use the British "in it"? I n n i t. Ah, this is brutal. Love, love let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. So,
0: uh, we're down the hall podcast. We strive every week to help you take a movie night back because the average person wastes over 115 hours every year just searching for a movie to watch, scrolling endlessly through Netflix and Amazon, HBO. And really never finding anything, going back to old reruns of shows. And so we're here to help you find creative, hopefully some hidden gems, and hopefully just come back and, and, and take back movie night for what it should be. Uh, Rodney is nodding away here, very aggressively in my face, uh, but it's nice to know that you agree. I'm just trying to take him off his game. Uh, so we're ready to get into uh, to this week's
2: episode? I am aggressively nodding. Well, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it.
0: Yes, of course. It's down the hall.
2: Because I'm psyched.
0: Here we go. He just nods at the pictures, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lyndon, you have this week's movie.
2: Yes. Yeah, well, I I'm talking about it, but it was recommended to me by uh, you guys, and it is the uh, the 2017 horror directed by my Twitter mate David Bruckner, The Ritual. The Ritual. Your Twitter
0: mate. Twitter mate. Well he likes <laughs> it. He likes one tweet by Lyndon. Suddenly he thinks Lyndon thinks he, we've got an Egypt Air situation on our hands. Oh yeah, we're, we're Lyndon's like over best here thinking to. he's doing personal interviews with them. I've done one personal interview in it. <laughs>
2: wow, that was uncanny. I thought that was me talking.
0: <laughs> oh man. So this this is right in line with our uh, what'd you call it? What you call it last week? Spooktacular speculation. <laughs> this movie, speculation. This movie being a, a a horror movie. So kind of two scary movies back to back.
2: Yeah. We're and I'm we're keeping uh, with I'm it. with Chet on horror movies. I'm not a big fan of horror movies. I think there's a lot of very poorly made ones and has to be a very good horror for me to sit through, but Chet said he enjoyed this, so I went and watched this. Uh, it's available uh, in, on Netflix in the US, on Amazon Prime in the UK, and it's uh, set around a group of British friends. Uh, Luke, who's played by Ray Spall, uh, is haunted by like a, a robbery that happens in the first five minutes, and he's where he's too afraid to intervene. And then the rest of his friends go on a hiking holiday in Sweden, when one of them injures his knee, an ill-advised shortcut through a spooky forest is taken, and then some very nasty things happen. Yeah, the spooky forest shortcut is always ill-advised. If if horror
0: movies have taught me anything,
1: it's that. Yeah, Yeah, and my phrase is
2: like, what can go wrong? Well,
1: everything. Let's (laughs) (laughs) split up.
2: You know what I would say?
1: Uh, Everything. Yeah, but guys, we should just cut through that. What could go wrong? A lot of things. (laughs) Spiders.
2: (laughs) So uh, many things. Ritual monsters. Demonic things. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Lenny. Keep going. So yeah, it's an adaptation of uh, a horror novel uh, uh, by Adam Neville in 2011, and it's it's really committed to de- delivering like a solid genre experience. It's clearly been made by people uh, aware of like horror traditions and what lie behind them. It's a very, I think, almost unpretentious, straightforward, and very well active, uh, a really solid film, and it it rises up uh, quite skillfully, uh, builds up tension, and rises above the horror tropes and um, I, I couldn't take my eyes off it when I was watching it. It really grabs you towards the end. So what are the scores? So the scores on the doors, uh, IMDB... <laughs> what? what? <laughs> scores on the doors. Think, <laughs> scores on the I doors, what, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I, that is an old saying. I have no idea where it comes from. I think it's from a, like an old British TV show. <laughs> we should have left it there. All right, yeah. what, were, what were you going right, to say? So IMDB, give it 6.3. Mm.
0: Uh
2: Rotten Tomatoes, 71%. Mm-hmm. For me, it's uh, a low 7 out of 10. It's a really surprisingly good horror. Okay. How about you guys? Rodney, what'd you
1: give it? Uh, I gave it, it's it's probably like a high 7 for me. It's almost an 8, but it's a, it's a really solid 7.
0: Yeah, I'm right there, 7 out of 10. And I, we'll talk here in a little bit about the horror movie genre. I typically stay away from them, uh, but I think that I'm more partial to... It's a horror movie that actually have a good, intriguing storyline to it. And that was it's, certainly this.
2: Yeah, I think, so many horror films are so disappointing and poorly right. made at the end of it. And then something happens and it completely takes everything away. So to find a good horror film, I think, is quite rare. So, so let's, let's do that. So now so, – okay. So the, the movie The Week So before is, we do that – Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think it's worth saying that this is maybe the first time ever that Slant magazine actually recommended this film.
0: Oh, and really? And they gave it a
2: positive view. It's a bad but, sign.
0: Yeah, it that's is like, a bad sign. It's like it a them positive... saying we should cut through the spooky
2: forest. Yeah,
0: I get the same <laughs> yeah, feeling exactly. when you say Slant has a good review.
2: But they have a good review, but within the review it says, eventually the filmmakers reveal the secrets they previously withheld, spoiling the film's sustained mystique. So they gave it a positive score, but still quite a negative comment. But so, also, it's like, what? Like,
1: at the end no, they didn't keep the secret
0: the, the mo- movie makers only spoil movies in trailers not the actual movie <laughs> slant magazine if there is an ending to a movie that is yeah. not counted does not count as a spoiler that's, that's just called the end <laughs>
1: it's quite annoying isn't it I, I <laughs> this is so annoying isn't it
0: oh i you know what i hate slant magazine yeah,
1: Did you but you know that that, that oh. is that right there is absurd to say like like, oh, it's great until they ruin it at the end when they tell you everything. <laughs> they should have just but, left. They should have just ended it 40 minutes sooner. It
0: would have been fantastic. How am I supposed I
1: think, to know if I want to see it again? Rodney, if I
0: already know the ending. Rodney, don't you know the trick to making a good movie is always leave people confused and wanting more?
2: <laughs> at no end. But I think sometimes horror films can, like, right, Slant, they're making ludicrous points, but sometimes horror films can ruin it by revealing the monster or what was chasing them or what was going on. Well, that's, that's
0: like, it's what, true. well, so let's get into that. So, so well, let's, so quickly. So the movie pick of the week is the ritual on Netflix. Um, we definitely think it's worth your movie night.
1: Netflix original.
0: It's a Netflix OG, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but moving on, I think that is an interesting thing. Like what, I was even talking with some coworkers about that very thing today about horror movies and what, like what makes the scariest horror movies to me <laughs> Are the ones that have storylines that are somewhat believable, uh, because the second that it kind of goes off the rails and becomes a little goofy, inherently like the the disbelief that I've suspended comes right back, you know, and I don't care. Then I'm less scared. And I think you've made that point too, Rodney. Like the mm-hmm. second you see the monster, the second you see like the alien, like you're
1: you're just less less scared. Yeah, I think for me it's uh that's always the point where you usually can tell if a movie is gonna hold its weight or not and i think what they this movie did a pretty good job of is that it keeps you creeped out for a long time without ever having to show you some kind of monster right because um
2: you know i, I think it's think, a psychological element if they ramp that up isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely horror yeah. comes from within
1: yeah absolutely and i think you know that like you know there was at one point it's clear that they all had a terrible dream and you know that they've kind of woken up in ways that they all are kind of terrified and nobody wants to talk about it, which was a very realistic way of dealing with it. And you've kind of seen some of the nightmares. Um, And I think that element makes it really interesting for me. I think the difficult part still is at the end. I, I think inevitably I see the monster and then I'm evaluating the monster and trying to determine whether I think like, like, geez, why would they choose to depict it this way? And so
2: I think if you've gone with the film, then they can reveal the monster And it's actually, you know, if you're not, if you're not thinking about how the monster looks and the film has really grabbed you and you, you're um, kind of invested in it. But if you're thinking about how the monster look, I think the film's failed somehow. Yeah. I take last year's film, It, as well. It's when they reveal, when he goes a bit like crazy monster towards the end, because you're so invested in the characters and the tension that it doesn't take anything away from the film.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's a great example of one that they, they managed to continue to, even though you've seen It you know, early enough on that they continue to carry that suspense. And I think that this movie does a good job of without, I think it carries the suspense without having to show you the monster without it being like on the basis of like, you know, I think it was entirely possible that this was going to go without ever it, it actually ever being, you know, some kind of thing that you end up seeing. um, And so I think from that standpoint, it's just a really successful, really well executed, the story, the characters, the acting, the believability of all of how everyone's behaving. Um, I think a lot of that carries a lot of weight because I think as often, you know, you see a horror movie that you just go like, nobody would do that. You know, nobody would decide to split up and you go down to the basement alone. Like no, nobody would ever do that, you know, but this movie, I think doesn't, doesn't have a lot, any of those flaws.
0: What are the types of, what are the types of scary movies that, that resonate with your fears the most. Like, is it, is it like a, some sort of like a monster predator type situation? Or is it like, like for, like for me, I think of like, um, I don't know, home invasion stuff, you know, or mm. like, um, <clears throat> I don't know, like the, the, even, even the suspensefulness of, um, of what was it? Split and that sure. lot like the, where he kidnaps the girl, like something like that is probably pl- plays on the things that I fear for the people I love more than a monster in the forest would.
1: Yeah. I think I agree with you. I think I would be more like, um, you know, not, there was a, a recent, uh, sequel to it or remake of it or whatever, but, um, strain- like strangers, you know, like where they, people oh, yeah. who just, you know, coldly have no, no other, like other than just kind of pure, you know, evil humans want to like torture someone, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. or, or like freak people out. I think, that frightens me the most because that resonates with me. I think monsters inevitably I kind of get like, okay, like, mm-hmm. you know, even the, a quiet place last year, you know, the second I saw the monster it's just kind of like, oh, it's kind of dumb. You know, like, like inevitably, like I get taken right out of the suspense when I start evaluating the monster. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I stay in no- it if it's like strangers, you know, where people are just acting like, in, you know, like psychopaths.
2: No, I agree. There's a film called Funny Games, which was again as a remake of a foreign film, um, but it's all about a home invasion and just two random teenagers go around torturing and then killing this family one by one. It is awful. I see, like that's and the stuff like that. I just don't. I can't. Yeah, I, I don't even want to watch it. Mm, yeah, I don't even agree. watch it
0: because to me it's like, well, who like? And and again, if someone's listening and they they love stuff like that, like whatever, two each his own. That's what's great about movies and really artwork in general but like honestly i have a question for you like what if you like if that's your thing like if you like movies like that like what happened what happened somewhere along the line where that is what you like to watch like i don't get it like the feelings that it's supposed to bring out of you how is it something that you want to feel (laughs) during an hour and a half to two hours i don't understand that
2: and then there's classic films like i don't know if you've ever seen a clockwork orange where it's just violence for the sake of violence right is awful Mm -hmm. it's obviously it's a classic film classic novel but it is one of the most difficult films i've ever watched
1: that's a that's a tough one to watch i i think i saw portions of it in a class like in a college class and i I, there was something too about having to see that in an academic setting with people around you that you're just kind of like do we have to (laughs) is this necessary i'd rather not
2: the singing in the rain scene is horrible oh but i mean there's a lot of scenes in that
1: movie that are horrible so
0: So someone so there's a new speaking of we're talking about universe the universe movies right? what we talk but, about universe? <clears throat> last week we were
1: um <laughs> it,
0: there's a new purge movie that came out called I, I saw it. You saw it? It's first called First Night, right? So first,
2: I don't know. I'm asking you. Premonata? Wasn't the last one Purge Election Year? I saw that. No, there was no, like a, new, a new, new one. There's a new one that came out uh supposed to be a couple like, of months ago. It's supposed to oh, be the first
1: up, Purge. Might have been the last movie I saw on Movie Pass.
0: But it's called First First Purge, right? First yep. Purge
1: First Night something
0: like that. So yeah. my my thing I don't think it's called First Night. <laughs>
1: it's called the First Purge. A dark Night. <laughs> I, dark that, Night rises. My my question though is
0: like with with scary movie franchises, they inevitably keep trying to like up the ante every time, right? But with the first purge, like just thinking it out, not that I've seen any of these, but the premise is that this is the first time that this has gone into legal effect that the right. So couldn't a case be made that like the first purge, people may be more hesitant to go out and do crazy things is that the first purge purge may be less scary than
1: like the fifth year so they i mean that's okay. part of the. that's part of it oh it is yeah oh, okay mm-hmm. yep uh so i mean it's you know it's essentially the origin story of it but then also you know i mean are we doing spoilers who cares right it's a purge movie <laughs> Nobody, yeah. i mean like part of it is that it's like the government like they're trying to do cleansing to some degree, you know, like they are, they, they, it's like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like the idea was like, Oh, we need to do this. But then they end up sending out like government sponsored groups of people to actually make killings start happening because there weren't actually enough killings happening. Hmm. You know, like in the initial one, it was just kind of like people like there was a, there's a couple of different things that, that more focused on in that movie i mean again it's a very average to below average movie nothing nothing to write home about i want to um, i want to see a spin-off
0: in the purge universe where it's just someone who's like great like i can go get a great deal on like a couple sweaters and like go and get like a pair of oakley's go to the outlet store walk in maybe there's not, <laughs> not a lot of foot traffic people are out there trying to kill each didn't other Did you
2: say um I'm, did you put this, this on see. twitter chat didn't you say you want to see like the purge film like the day after when everyone you see you turns up to work and like Hey, where's Dave? Yeah, who, what right. happened to Dave? Like and the, someone just goes, yeah, I killed Dave. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like I want to – I want like a comedy – I want like a comedy purge spinoff where the person's only motivations are like not even like ransacking them all but like just kind of gently trying on a sweater and if he doesn't like it, <laughs> folds it back and then get – and then like, you know, coming in the next day and the water bubbler talk is about who they killed. Like that's what I – that is a movie I would watch.
1: I got to tell you, I got some great deals. <laughs> Steals, really? When you think about it, and I didn't pay a dime for this. <laughs> it was a killing.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: um, that, that's—I mean—that's the type of
0: purge I'd be interested in. Like, you can take your your movies where everyone just is free for all killing each other. That's fine. That's no creativity in my mind. I want—I want to see someone get some good deals at Banana Republic. Mm, purge. <laughs>
2: hey, you know, hey, listen. Well, Warren, um, Rodney will be uh, Urban Outfitters. Will he? Oh, right. Right. In
1: it. Oh, <laughs> urban Outfitters. <laughs> They have great clothes innit
0: you no know i was thinking of like clothes <laughs> I, I was used, thinking about i haven't this. used
1: innit right correctly once
0: so so i have i have about an hour commute to work like it's really not that far but with traffic it it piles up pretty quickly and and so i think about these things and i was thinking about the idea of how certain attire affects the way you look at someone so so drastically. Mm. Like, not just in, like, a professional setting. I'm thinking, like, picture, like, if you see someone running down the road in, like, jogger shorts and athletic gear, you might say, huh, good for them. I should get into shape, too. But if you see someone sprinting down the road in jeans and a T-shirt, you think something is terribly wrong. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It turns out the only difference between me freaking out and thinking, like, I should get motivated to go to the gym as well is just a pair of jogging shorts. (laughs) What?
2: Wait, yeah,
1: that's, are you, that's what, what I was what? thinking. I, are you saying you're saying that? Do you often run
0: in jeans? No, no, no. But I'm saying like if I was watching someone run in jogging shorts, I wouldn't think twice about it. I'd be like, oh, good for them. Like, yeah, maybe I should do that too. Yeah. But
2: if someone Why was are you in watching quotes, so many people jogging,
0: if someone was, in, I'm gonna okay. Listen, you who just reads for the pictures,
1: <laughs> it's, it's I'd be in it. it. Yeah, you, you, it's you just stand all ladies in it. Take it, take <laughs> it
0: elsewhere. Um Plus in book. I'm saying, I'm saying, like if I saw someone running in like what you're wearing right now or what I'm wearing right now, yeah, it would be, I'd be like, oh, something's terribly wrong. Why are they sprinting in that direction? <laughs> and it's really just a difference of what they're wearing, not their action.
2: So you think something's terribly wrong? I bet not. Go to the gym. No jogging for me. I.
1: Are you saying that you're not like you're not giving yourself enough time to be put into gym shorts? I don't, I don't I, understand. What,
0: what are you not? Under- <laughs> I'm saying the <laughs> what people are wearing, not what they're doing changes the way you think about something entirely. You could see someone, the same person, sprinting down the road, and depending on what they wear, you're thinking two very different things. You might be thinking, wow, good for them. They're working out. Or you might be thinking, holy crap, something's terribly, terribly wrong just based on what they're wearing.
1: I definitely agree with you, but I'm trying to figure out how it applies to what you're saying in your life right now. Nothing. I was <laughs> no? just thinking about Well, I mean, I think part of it is I was thinking yesterday
0: how you wear flip-flops for everything and how inappropriate that is. Like We were literally moving right. That's furniture not inappropriate yesterday.
1: It, it's... We're, they are all weather footwear. They're well, not. They're not. I mean, when you're moving... We are moving probably heavy furniture want.
0: yesterday in a truck, and he was wearing pink <laughs> flip-flops. <laughs> they're red. Soft red. I've got a lot red. of time
2: for that. A lot of time for that.
0: <laughs> they're uh, they're not soft red.
1: Uh, <laughs> a cranberry, you might call them. Salmon, at best. Salmon. No, they're brighter than salmon. I wore them today. I, if I'm, like, I... I feel like there's a decision to wear, what? how are we off on a tangent right now? Um, I feel like there's yes. a decision. I I I think flip flops are in a. If you're not dressed for any like actual official reason, I feel like you can wear flip flops at any point. They're mm. they they're very easy to slip on. Hence, flip flops, mm. slip ons, mm-hmm. slippers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to connect <laughs> the idea of the name flip flops. To being easy to put on, and I realized immediately did not do a good job of that. Um, But I don't know. I think that they're – I don't think they're ever inappropriate unless you're wearing them to a place that requires a more formal attire. I changed my mind. I do want to see a movie like The Purge, but it's someone who's just wearing flip-flops trying to survive. (laughs) That's what I want to see. Making them, like, go uh, on a hike. No, just like treacherous, just, treacherous terrain. Just the purge down Main Street in flip-flops. That's all I need. Only people wearing flip-flops
0: should be purged.
2: <clears throat> so anyway. Back so it ago. comes down the hall where the only place you'll we'll find a discussion from horror films to flip-flops. Right. Down the hall podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I mean, again, wrapping up about horror films. I, Lyndon, you're right. I don't really watch them. Don't love them. I especially don't love the ones that are just uh, violent just for the sake of violence. But I do love ones with good stories, and so I think, I think that the ritual. Uh, I wasn't planning on watching it. Rodney put it on, and I sat down and watched the whole thing. Um, the story sucked me in.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. It's a very, it's a very intriguing story. It's well acted, and I think the difficult part of a horror movie is the believability of the actions of the people involved. Because I think if you're hiking, it's like. It's not a bachelor party, right? It's just more like, you know, these guys are getting together to do a guy's trip, if you will. But it has the feel of like a group of guys like traveling for like a bachelor party. And so they once one person gets hurt, it's kind of like they're just trying to get the walk over with sooner. So like it's a logical thing they might decide to do. But then even as they go throughout it, you know, there's kind of people probably trying to defend their own like, you know, toughness or whatever the way that they're reacting to certain things but it's very well acted it's very believable that if this were happening yeah. to you or in a group of friends that look like this group of friends does that you go like okay like the story sucks you in because of, because of the be- believability you don't have to be like well nobody would ever have done that like nobody would have ever gone into the basement by themselves and isolated themselves. And this is people. the one that, Lyndon, you watched and
0: live-tweeted from Down the Hall's Twitter account, right? Yep. So you also – we also recorded that night. I remember you saying like you weren't going to sleep after. And oh, no. when oh. we <laughs> finished recording, it was like 2 a.m. your time. And typically, you're about ready to get off and just go to bed. And you were not ending the conversation. You still wanted <laughs> to stay on and talk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's oh, true. what do we have planned uh, for uh, tonight tonight uh, um, 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 what can saying, we discuss yeah. now innit? in it <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried I think, <laughs> just go back to horror films the type of horror film i don't really like or don't enjoy at all they're like the jump scare ones so i don't i don't have any time for the conjuring films the insidious films or any of the ones like that i think they're a bit boring oh really i think the conjuring it's, have you seen the conjuring and the first one, and Paranormal Activity, I thought that was a bit boring as well.
1: But I think The Conjuring is in a different class than those other ones you described. A different okay. universe, perhaps? Hmm. <laughs> the real world. No, they're all... Everything is... Everything's Earth. It's just one universe, Earth. Um, <laughs> but did you... Did, you don't think that The Conjuring's at a different level than those other films?
2: Uh, no, I think... That's fair. I think they're slightly better than Paranormal Activity, etc. But I still didn't really like it.
1: Hmm. I thought it was fantastic.
2: (laughs) Fantastic. Wow.
1: The Conjuring? Yeah. Yeah, look up The Conjuring. The Conjuring is... Yeah,
2: I've seen it. I was like, "Eh." (laughs) meh.
1: No, no, no. I'm telling Chet who has his phone out. He's like, I'm watching him type other things. I keep... I keep thinking like he doesn't have any idea how to spell Conjuring.
0: No, I, I'm not looking up The Conjuring for you. I was looking up something else to, to verify that this actually happened because I, I was trying to think of the first horror movie I ever saw and this is actually – so it was, it was The Sixth Sense but – which came out in 1999 but there was another Bruce Willis movie called The Kid which came out in 2000 and as a 10-year-old, I thought that I was renting The Kid with my older cousin. I thought, like, I was like, "Oh, awesome! Like, I want to see this. Like, I can't wait." I saw a commercial for it on the Disney Channel. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see the Is that kid. The Spencer,
1: Spencer, Breslin. Movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was The Sixth Sense, and I was mortified. I remember losing sleep for nights, weeks. They are that. very different films. Very different. It took me a while to be like, "Wait, like the opening scene, he gets shot." I'm thinking, like, "Boy, like I know Disney movies, like the parents usually die, but yikes." Oh, that's
1: right. Wait, it's... yes, I remember. Wow.
0: That was my that was my first exposure to horror movies. So maybe I got it off on the wrong foot.
1: What
2: was your um, first horror movie, Rodney? Um, does it count
1: to say? So I used to watch. I used to. My parents had the movie Arachnophobia, which I think yeah. technically is a comedy movie, but um, like for like me, Sharknado. For me, as a child, maybe like it has John Goodman, but for me as a kid, I used to watch that. I used. To, my parents had no idea. I probably watched about seventy-two times. I'm not even kidding. And that's probably where my fear of uh, spiders, I'm finally growing out of it, but that's where probably where my fear of spiders came from. And also your I fear just, of reruns. Also that. I used to watch that multiple times a week. I would, like, anytime I had a free, like, free moment that I wasn't going to be, uh, that I could sneak away from my parents and that my parents were going to be, like, actively monitoring what I was doing, I'd watch Arachnophobia.
0: are no, wow. You rebel. You rebel. Dang it. He said it before. Rebel
1: without a cause. All my rebellion, I got out at a really young age. It's kind of annoying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sounded like you really sowed some wild oats back then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was watching Arachnophobia. Uh, I was, you know, you know,
2: the great list of things. <laughs>
1: I, you know, watching Arachnophobia a bunch. My uh, eating some marshmallows yeah, out of a Lucky watch, Charm box. Watch movies that I wasn't allowed to, like Arachnophobia, <laughs> for example. <laughs> Man, it's a wild list. Yep.
2: Man. John Goodman, huh? When, what was your uh, first horror
0: movie?
2: I think the first one I remember was, it's, it's not a film, it's the original IT of TV it miniseries is. with oh. Tim Curry. Yeah, that's true. That was it was a book in it. It's not a film. <laughs> I saw live theatre. and It was, it was live theatre. It was horrifying. No. My I was around, my <laughs> it was around a friend's house and we were explicitly told not to watch it. So obviously that's exactly what we did. Oh, that always makes <laughs> it better. And it terrified me. Mm-hmm. that like tim curry is the clown is terrifying
0: there was another movie i watched it was halloween night and i was embarrassingly old enough to not have this scare <laughs> me this much but i was like 15 or 16 and i watched this movie high tension have you ever see that i think it is a foreign film and i ended up watching it at one person's house and then we went to somebody else's house and i was sleeping downstairs by myself on the couch and it never had been more scared my entire life <laughs> after that <laughs>
1: Or, like, were you just looking around I just, at every corner? I
0: just laid back to the couch, staring straight up with my fist clenched against my chest. And then they had a cat, and I didn't know that. I, I did not know they had a cat until it crawled up the couch and jumped on my stomach and freaked me the heck he out. Killed, he killed that That's cat. That's probably where my hate for cats comes from, actually, yeah. now that I'm talking mm-hmm. it out. Just buried <clears throat> deep. Uh, anyway, The Ritual, I, I like that one as a movie night pick. And back-to-back weeks of... Uh, yeah, tense movies, suspenseful movies, trained well, to be something. It
1: is October in ritual. It's October. What's next? Um, Hopefully, something like it. Well, we'll see. Some horror,
2: uh, maybe a light relief next. What? Uh, some light relief from no, horror,
1: guys. Switch it's it October. October um, No. No, <laughs> keep picking horror movies in October. That's so. That's we, what everyone expects. That's so what the people want.
0: Linden Live tweeted this as watching it from uh from Down the Hall's Twitter account, which you can follow. At down the hall, guys. You can find us on Facebook, Down the Hall Podcast. You can go to our website, downthehallpodcast.com, as it were, uh, where you can scroll down and recommend a recommended movie for us to watch. Um, also, we're on the gram, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, as the kids say.
2: Uh, and we will, we will catch as kids, you guys. The
1: kids say Instagram or on the gram. I don't know what this. What
2: by the time this is out, will we be have live tweets of the happening? I know I, you still
0: have to tweet the happening. I have to still tweet. What's it called? What is it? I'm so pretty. Oh, I feel pretty. I feel
1: pretty. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: I think is The Happening it, is my long, favorite horror film. How long, how
1: long is The Happening?
2: Oh, it's, not, it's not a long film, is it?
1: Okay. You're gonna, Isn't it? It's, you're
0: going to feel like... Let's have a look. You're going to feel like it's long,
2: I think. You're going to be tweeting just to <laughs> be able to stop watching the film.
0: We also need to Please. set a minimum amount of tweets that you have to send spaced out so that we know you're <laughs> watching them. Like they have to be
2: <laughs> appropriately spaced out. Yes. They can't be so, like it's Wait, only you 90 it minutes
0: every single one you have to tweet at Mark Wahlberg
2: <laughs> in at fact Mark. this film is the length of Marky Mark's shower <laughs> 90 minutes nice oh,
0: yeah. good awesome <laughs> alright well you can uh, catch us next week and you know maybe we'll steer away from horror movies and
1: I don't guys brighten it October, up a little bit why would we steer away from them I don't know maybe we won't so you guys steer stuff. away
2: from them and is that the